Welcome to the Art of Self Mastery Podcast. I'm your host, Sonia Tompkins, and I believe the key to living a fulfilling and successful life begins with the knowledge of ourselves. In this podcast, we'll explore the practical principles of personal development, spirituality, and well being. On each episode, I'll share my experiences and expert advice to empower you on your journey of self-discovery and ultimately to live a life you want by mastering your emotions, thoughts, and habits. Hey everyone, thanks for being here today. Welcome back to the show. Today is a day of first. I'm really excited because for the first time ever, I am interviewing a guest for the Art of Self Mastery podcast. And we are kicking it off with a super amazing person, the illustrious Jordan Gill. Jordan is a seven-figure business strategist whose mission is for high-achieving business owners to prioritize rest without sacrificing revenue. She's helped over 400 coaches and consultants work with clients only four days a month with VIP days. When she's not spreading the gospel of VIP days, she's working on one of her thousand piece jigsaw puzzles or traveling the world with her husband and bonus son. By the way, I also peep Jordan many a times on Instagram with her beautiful dog, Vivian. So make sure you check her out on Instagram. But for right now, tune in, give me your ear, open your heart, open your mind to the wisdom, the wonder, and kind of wacky. <laughs> conversations that Jordan and I have that we are now sharing with you. Today, I am so excited to have as my first guest on the Artist of Mastery podcast, the illustrious Jordan Gill. Jordan, listen, I'm so glad to have you here. Like I started to say, I'm so glad to be talking to you today, but we be burning up the Voxer chat. <laughs> We, we are like Voxer vixens, but I am glad to have you on the podcast so that it's recorded, right? Yeah. So that this, this beautiful like dance that we do, this very like sarcastic truth-telling dance that we do verbally gets recorded so that eventually the masses know how remarkable and relevant we are. But thank you so much for being here. So let me just take folks back a little bit not to when we first met, but just mm -hmm. to where I was like, we have to record this, right? So yeah. we were having one of our most fabulous boxer moments. Yes. And you started talking about your upcoming conference. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you were just saying like, we started off this way. So for those who don't know, Jordan Gill founded system save me you run how often do you do or had you been doing the virtual conferences under twice that a year twice a year march and september yeah so how many years did you do that i did that across three years 2020 2021 and 2022 yeah you're a boss <laughs> like your virtual summits are just like so full Oh, thank you. Like not in the, not in a busy way, just yeah. so full, you know what I mean? Like encompassing. Yeah. So we're talking on Voxer. You're, we're talking about, you're changing it up a little bit this year. Yeah. And you started getting into the why, all right. Not, not only why you're changing it from virtual to in-person, but also the name, the change of the name. Mm -hmm. So tell, let's just take people to that point where you were like, 
yeah, this is we're making a transition from this, you know, system say, excuse me, done in a day. Yeah. Right. Which is what the virtual conference was called yeah. to make your mark live and go. Ooh, uh, <laughs> that was a really good, uh, like backstory. So I don't have to share about, you know, the virtual conferences and things like that. What I want people to know and understand is that when you do something twice a year for three years in a row, it becomes an expectation. Just like when you maybe do open cart launches every year at certain dates and all of that, it becomes a habit. Our affiliates always marked it off on their calendars every year. And it was, it was working really well. There was nothing wrong with the way that we were doing things as, as the virtual conference. In fact, it was quite lucrative. So we did make the switch to in-person and that was a team decision. And it was because we just have a really awesome community and I was like, we were ready for in-person, you know, like, I think mm -hmm. that it just, it's time. And so we were moving forward with done in a day conference without the virtual, mm -hmm. we dropped the virtual. And at, in that same moment, uh, additional things were happening where I, you know, am no longer enrolling people into my done day program and it's now in self-study. And that was the reason why we did our virtual conferences. And it was going to be the reason we did done in a day conference. And so if the reason for that conference is gone, what are we doing? <laughs> okay. So initially the done in a day conference yeah. was, was in place to mm. sort of set the stage and open enrollment into the done in a day program. Yes. We'll keep each other on track, but what was the reason why you decided to put that on? Like, which came first deciding to put that on self-study mm. or deciding to do an in-person event? Yeah, we knew going into the September virtual conference of 2022 that we were going to do in person in 2023. Gotcha. Um, so yeah, that that was there. And then shortly after that, I had a doctor's appointment and my doctor was like, your cortisol levels are through the roof. You need to sit all the way down. Mm. And so I was like, okay, we're going to kind of adjust how we offer the program so that it was less stressful for me. And so we added a self-study in October of 2022. And then in January of 2023 was the decision of actually, I don't want to open the doors to done it a day again. And again, that was kind of scary. That's 90% of our revenue. So it was, it's a big decision to, to make. And so yeah. So self-study came before. So we knew we were going to do a conference, then self-study. And then a couple months later, it was like, actually, I'm not going to open the doors to the program again at this point. Okay. Um, is the timeline. Okay. I'm kind of upset right now because uh, <laughs> I have, I have my brain right now with questions. I'm like, hold on, hold on, hold on. What you mean? I didn't, you didn't, I don't remember hearing about some of this stuff, but that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. All right. I'm going to, let's keep it on track. We'll see if we have time to come back to, to, to some of those questions. Totally. Okay. But, yeah. but kudos to you for taking that cue, taking yeah. that, that piece of awareness, right? Yeah. Hey, yeah. cortisol's through the roof. You've shared openly, you know, you're like me, like there were certain aspects of your life and your business that you have intentionally adjusted because of your awareness of who you are. And you continue to do that, obviously, with this. So, and and I just mm -hmm. want to congratulate you. And because I think people need to understand that 
we get these cues in life, Mm -hmm. whether it be a health cue, a message that keeps popping up, being treated a certain way repeatedly, Mm -hmm. like all of these things are there to get your attention. And so then we then have the power to make choices about what we're going to do moving forward. Okay. So cortisol is high. You make the choice. Okay. So then you decide, okay, we're going to go in person, Mm -hmm. self-study, then oh, you know what? We're going to keep it on self-study. <laughs> okay. So you're there. Yeah. And then, so you already know you're going to go live and do an in-person event. Yeah. And then what happened <laughs> that, that we went from done in a day, maybe live to, nope, okay. whole different ball game. Yeah, it was, it was a brick wall and, and it was actually the same week of my team annual reviews, which was interesting because I'm basically like, hi, like last year was what it was. And also like, we're changing a lot of things, but I also don't have the answers. So like stay on the team (laughs) and my team, thankfully, you know, is, is gracious. And they're like, great, we're on the train. Like, let's go. Like you all are very trusting. um, And I appreciate that. (laughs) But yeah, don't so you I, love having like a team? Don't oh you love gosh. having people in your corner? Not just a team, but right. but the people, the right people in your corner that mm-hmm. are just right on, like like you said, like I don't know where we're going with this. Just secure <laughs> your air mask. <laughs> put your mask on first. I'm gonna put my mask on first because I'm I'm definitely hyperventilating, <laughs> and you know where yours is just in case. And they're like, okay, we'll go down with you. You know, to a certain extent. Right. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, it's, it was, it was wild and it was hard to admit out loud. It's one thing mm-hmm. to say it between me and my husband. Right. But to be like, yeah, I'm, I'm essentially turning off the entire faucet of our business to the people whose livelihoods depend on that, including mine as well. But I, I, yeah. I'm a little bit more comfortable with risk. So that was, that was hard to like admit out loud, but at the same time, it was like, this is what had to happen. And, and oddly enough, everyone, there was some surprise, right? But at the same time, a lot of my team was like, you know, like your ability to do business the way that you do is so much more than VIP days. And mm-hmm. so it makes sense. Like there was a, okay, yeah, like we, you, the way that you do business overall is different than a lot of people and just focusing on VIP days doesn't allow you to fully flex your gift. Mm. And so that was really lovely and a great (laughs) reflection from my team. And I was like, all right, well, we got this. So now I'm selling to a conference that (laughs) has no point, has no like end game to it. And I'm like, well, and again, I hadn't signed any contracts. So could we have technically been like, backed out of it entirely we could have but I I just knew that I was still going to do an in-person conference and so then I started to like really explore okay what do I enjoy what are the things that I am really good at what are people always intrigued by learning about me whether mm-hmm. it's in like a mastermind format or I'm speaking in front of people and they're like like you do business so interesting and that's just the feedback I've always gotten and so I was like okay well I think I'm really good at positioning. Like I am actually phenomenal at positioning and I'm also really good at compelling offers. So I know how to 
again, it's partially positioning, but it's also like the promise and, and all of that. But I'm really good at how to create compelling, intriguing, different offers. And then yeah. also connection. Like yeah. I love to connect. I'm obsessed with it. It is everything in my business. It is why I am here. I don't pretend like I know it all. I don't pretend I built this by myself. Like it is a hundred percent connection, 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 whether I'm connected to the right people on team, connected to people at events, podcasts, whatever the case is. And so mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, if that's, if that's my sphere, then that's what I want to talk about. And I had a few different ideas as far as the event was concerned from a naming perspective. Cause that was the biggest thing. My team was like, mm-hmm. bro, like, <laughs> you got to figure out a name. Cause we can't just be selling tickets to the conference. Yeah. Like, uh, people will love you and will want to come, but also like, you kind of got it get it in gear. Yeah. And so I, the word remarkable was floating around with me and I brought that up to my leadership team. And then my project manager actually said, Oh, like make your mark. And I was like, mm. yes, like that is it. I'm here for it. And then I actually, uh, the next day was on a call with somebody about positioning and, and whatnot. And I was like, you know, I just want to like float this name out to you. It's, it's, I think I want to call it make your mark live. And she was like, literally right before your call, I changed the footer on my website to say, make your mark boldly. And I was like, buying the domains, get my trademark attorney over here. Like we're, we're going full force. And I was just like, that's what it's about. Like, because when you connect with people, you're leaving little imprints, you're leaving Mm -hmm. little marks and crumbs along the way. And that's that's the conversation I want to have. And I want to have it with people who are more established in business, who have the bumps and bruises and awards and all <laughs> the things in between. And that good really, battle scars. Yes. That really is who I love talking to and who I think I can help the most because I like data. I don't like a blank sheet of paper or a blank screen of like, we're just starting out. I'm ter- like, you can follow me, I guess, but like also don't because I'm just not great at that. I'm much better at like, okay, here's the data you've had for the past three years, five years in your business. How can we leverage and reignite and maximize what you have in order to like move forward in this next space? So that's where make your mark wow. came to be. Wow. So how much do you recognize, like when you just mentioned there, like, so you were the word remarkable mm-hmm. had sort of been floating. By the way, when you said that, I got goosebumps because I literally said that just now when we first yeah. started talking. I was like, I people know. are gonna remember. And I've never heard you say that before. Yeah, like uh-huh. that's where this of came course. from. So yeah. like those kind of things just like give me little tingles, right? It's like mm-hmm. Yes, girl. Yes. (laughs) And then, so you had already said sort of remarkable, you were chewing on that. And then you Mm -hmm. had that conversation with person and person Mm -hmm. was like, oh, I'm already on that bandwidth. For me, when I see when, when those kind of things happen, those are the sort of like the external affirmations almost, if you will, that, yep, going in the right direction. Yep. Like you ain't even talked to me and now we're on the same wavelength. Like I'm like, do you get, do you, do you make that kind of connection or do you, are you like, oh no, that's just coincidence. (laughs) No, I make that connection for sure. Like you can't ignore those things because it really, that's where I think people miss out. And that's what happens when you're like this, right? When you're head down, Mm -hmm. like trying to make everything work, like you miss all of the clues and cues and validations and 
whatnot that are all around you. And again, that's why connection is so important. Like I stay connected. I stay plugged in. Even when it was so hard, I just recently posted some reels about literally around this time again, beginning of November of last year in 2022. And like, it was a hard time for me and my team actually sent me this like 16 minute, like love fest. Yeah. I saw that. That was so good. And it was so sweet. So needed in that moment. And it was too raw at the time for me to post that because I just was like, oh my gosh, I'm like in the thick of it, but I'm posting it now because like, that was a time that I did not want to talk to anybody. I did not want to face, you know, all of these details Mm -hmm. and stuff that were going on. And even still, again, I leaned on my team and allowed them to, and I opened myself up to be connected to them. And they were able to pour into me as a leader, which was so beautiful. And I'm so grateful for, and that's, that's what people miss when you're not connected. That's, you don't get those little, like, oh, you just changed the footage to your website. Oh, like you think (laughs) this is like, you miss all of that because you're not engaged. And so whatever you produce is coming from such a stifled. It's coming from a very like one dimensional. It literally is one dimensional. And I'm so glad like that you're bringing that up because so you're saying like connection and I totally resonate with that. And that's what's really important to me too. And when I share with people, like it doesn't matter, you know, how you identify or your energy type in the world, right? You're introvert or extrovert, whatever. But I think specifically for people who would identify as being more introverted, right? Mm -hmm. Or people who are, you know, high achieving, you know, Mm -hmm. these labels that we Mm -hmm. take on or people put on us, right? Some Mm -hmm. of them we like, some of them feed our ego, some of them we'd want to dismiss. But when you are going through a transition, a transformation of any kind, even though the individual person has to do the work. Yeah. You not, you were not meant to do it alone. And people miss that so much. When I talk about self-discovery, you can be on a self-discovery journey. That -hmm. doesn't mean figure it out by yourself because you can't, because you're looking at it from one side, one dimension with your own emotions, your own limitations. Mm -hmm. And by allowing being vulnerable enough doesn't mean you have to share it with the whole world, you know, right. do a reels on right. it, like you said, right. but you've got to have somebody's around <laughs> that you can really talk to, that you can burden, you know, for lack mm-hmm. of a, you mm-hmm. know, I've been watching a lot of new Amsterdam, right? So it's like, <laughs> how can you know, burden me? You've got to have somebody and some support systems in place where you can share that yeah. so that now you can get different perspective more insight doesn't mean you have to follow what they're telling you right but damn can you bounce something off of something other than your own four walls in your head yeah (laughs) yeah so i yeah i love you're using connection i i i always i use different language but it's the same thing it doesn't matter support yeah Yeah. connection Mm -hmm. you know stop doing it by yourself because you can't (laughs) yeah you'll you'll drive yourself crazy literally trying to figure it out all year so that's where sort of like the name came from and also the concept you know just you tapping in to the broader you and the gifts that you have and you know another high five there you know great 
you're amazing at doing VIP days. Yes, you've mastered that, right? You've mastered that. Now what? There's Mm -hmm. other things. All of us have more more than one talent, right? God is abundant that way. The universe is abundant that way, like, right? So take us through how you went from the sort of awareness because I know when we were talking in the Voxer right when you first let me into this whole world and I was like girl what <laughs> I'm planning something too right and you were talking about also sort of like with the the idea and the concept of make your mark like people need to show up for mm-hmm. themselves like the visibility piece so it was a lot of connection yeah. but also the visibility piece and if you're not mm-hmm. being seen or if you feel like you're not being seen or you're not being you know, allowed in the room per se, then you need to figure out a way to do it. Basically, hello, self-advocate, right? Mm -hmm. So how did you just come from the awareness that like, this isn't, this is also a challenge. This is what some people are experiencing running up against, you know, not being in the room, not, Mm -hmm. not making their mark on their, you know, just themselves coming from just the awareness of that to sort of like the self-actualization or the actualization of we're going to make this the conference like was there a thing or a few things that was like oh that's an awareness to no we're about to actualize this into something yeah so there were a few things at play something that we were saying a lot in our team around this conference is like being the representation that you want to see because I think that a lot of times we get into this I don't know, rut or just thought process of like, oh, like I'm waiting until I see more black people in that room. So then I'll be in that room (laughs) or I will wait until I see more X in that room before I step into that room. And I feel that tremendously because as somebody I'm biracial. So my mom's white, my dad's black. And so I have a whole slew of identity issues around like not belonging. And so I, I have, I just had to get comfortable being like different than a lot of people in the room and settling into that and not making it mean more than it is and being okay with, again, I'm going to represent in that room then. Like if I'm going to step into that room and be the only, I'm going to like be the only, only and like, (laughs) yeah, be, be here. So, and that was the same, even with operations people, like, you know, I'm speaking to my systems gals who like are totally good behind the computers and like good on the visibility stuff. You know, I was the only ops person in a lot of the rooms that I was in and I got a lot of business being the only ops person in that room. Right. Mm -hmm. So what my event is really coming together is, is I want to like equip, you know, folks who are used to being the onlys in a lot of rooms to then go out and spread their impact in rooms that again, either may not be familiar with what they're bringing to the table, or they again, may have different perspectives. And again, cause you have to equip yourself. Like there are tools. And again, this is where you can go talk to Sonia. I'm not, I'm not the person, but like equip yourself with just like the tools of awareness and like the tools of like, here are my strengths, here are not my strengths, you know, here's where I feel safe. Here's where I don't feel safe. Like you have to know those things about yourself to then be able to go and, and be great in those rooms. So I, this, this event really is for people. Again, I, I work best with people who are more established and who have done some things and are 
not cool with failure, but like they don't get hung up about it. And it's just another chapter yeah. in the book, you know? So that's, that's who I really want. And what's been awesome to see, honestly, Sonia is like, that's who's coming. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, it's like, okay, like this is who I'm. Imagine that. Imagine, imagine you desired a thing right. and that's what's showing up. Oh, wow. That happens. <laughs> That's a, that's, that's what I really do. Happens. You would appreciate that, you know, and it, it, you know because I think, and a lot of people are like, man, like you're having all these, these certain types of people coming to your event. Like, how are you, how are you doing that? And I'm like, the intentionality behind everything I do is immense. Like if I was to sit here and talk to you about the intentionality behind color choices, theme messaging, like the speakers that we're choosing, like all of that stuff is extremely yeah. intentional <laughs> like depths of intention and so I'm not just throwing up something and being like come to my event like even though it was a short time span between like oh my gosh you need to figure out the name and what the heck we're doing <laughs> to now we're selling tickets yeah I, I figured it out and I did again the deep work and so again it, it comes from like that deep knowing of who you are wanting to attract and then therefore using that as a lens and perspective in everything you do versus just being like it'd be cool if, or like, I don't know if I'm there yet. Like, you know, you can yeah. tell yourself all sorts of stories, but it's, it's really about keeping that as top of mind as possible in every aspect of the offer or the event or whatever it is that you're doing. And that's who you'll attract. Let me ask you something on that one, on that piece right there. So, okay. First of all, would you consider yourself or how do you consider yourself? Would you say you're more spiritual more religious or neither? I feel like I'm in between. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I feel you, like you, I'm in between. You, you balance yeah. both spirituality yeah. and religious. Yep. Okay, cool. Yep. I like that. All right. So when you say I'm very intentional about all the decisions that I make, yeah. Early on, when you were talking, you talked about how you're a data person, right? So yep. numbers, right? So that's very like, logical brain thinking, like mm -hmm. brain thinking. Yeah. So when you're making these choices about like colors and names and mm -hmm. you are going through Jordan's individual process of going deep, mm -hmm. are you going deep in the data? Like when you say mm -hmm. I'm intentionally going deep, are you going deep in data or are you going deep in feeling mm -hmm. body? Mm -hmm. Where, how are you doing? How are you doing it? Right. So in true biracial form, I'm always Hell in the middle no. of everything. So <laughs> it's data and feelings. Like literally I can't, I live in the gray. You want to talk about like, I black and white is very hard for me. Um, so, you know, I think that I definitely looked at the data of just like, okay, who's in done in a day? Who did I enjoy working with most? Who like, who took the learnings that I had and like went and made their mark. And I actually talked to a few of my alumni and they were like, yeah, like VIP days, like helped me build my authority and helped me to like, then like make my mark from a visibility standpoint. And I was like, that's dope. And so I did the data, did a little bit of, again, chatter and all that stuff. And then I would allow myself to sit with the data. Right. And I think mm -hmm. that's again, where it's, that's the not so black and white part of just like, okay, the data is very black and white, but mm -hmm. then Again, I could have gone down so many different paths for what this conference was. Again, I have a, a very, I'm good at a lot of things. And yeah. so I 
but I had to, I had to have like the, the gut of like, mm. like, yes. And it's, it's, I'm not a generator. I'm a projector, but sometimes I got to like reach in there sometimes and just ground in what I want to move forward in. Mm-hmm. And so that's where I'm like, okay, I kind of get the feelings and get the excitement and get the butterflies. And you know, that's, that's the yeah. like, I guess, body part that, that I do or yeah. body check, I guess. Yeah. And I love that. And and by the way, just because you're a projector doesn't mean you, every, you still have sacral. Everybody has sacral. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Some, yeah. But if you're a generator or manifesting generator, it's it's like considered to be more intense. But everybody should be listening to whatever gets tingly and warm in your body or sick and twisted in your body because that's those are the best decision makers because the brain will tell you any damn thing it's like oh yeah that makes all the sense in the world (laughs) but not for me or not for right now okay all right so that was sort of like that's how we got from just concept of make your mark to actually like this is going to be this is going to this is the event this is what we're putting it together for I mean, yep. this is what we're putting, how we're putting it together and who we're putting it together for. Yep. So that's perfect. While we're talking about it, just tell people when it is and where <laughs> and, and how to, and how to get there. Right. Oh. Right. Fit folks that you talk yeah. about. Totally. Yeah. So it's called make your mark live and it's in Dallas, Texas. And the theme is girls night in because we're all about the comfy vibes. And again, just like business and leisure, like the juxtaposition and it's on September 21st and 22nd which is a Thursday and a Friday and yeah there's still tickets left and should be for a little while anyway there's about 250 in person available and then we'll have probably again around 800 ish available virtual but virtual tickets will happen a little bit later Perfect. And we'll make sure that we have a link to all of that in the show notes. And by the way, at the time that we're recording it, that's how many tickets Jordan has available, right? So yeah. however, at the time that you are hearing this, <laughs> may not, it's not going to be, not may not, like we already right. know, like tickets are selling. So right. it's not going to be that same amount. So go ahead, you know, ask yourself, respond to what we've been talking about with this Make Your Mark Live conference for those in my human design family who are, <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you're that, uh, you got to sit on it, those emotional authorities like me, you got to sit on it and ride that way for like four days, do that. <laughs> and then, you know, move forward, right. you know, may the Lord open as they say. So really quickly, before we go, two more questions for you. Yeah. If you don't mind. Yes, absolutely. How old are you? I am 32. Ooh, perfect. That, that <laughs> I needed to know that before I asked you this next question. Okay. okay. The reason I ask is because you literally are wrapping up your first Saturn return. Oh, Do you yeah. know anything about that? Yeah. And I'm a four, six. Okay. Design, so I know like the thirds in life and all yeah. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, girl. <laughs> I got a little bit of knowledge. (laughs) Listen, so you're a four, six in human design. And for folks, if you don't know much about human design, send me a message. I'll, we'll, we'll, we'll get you caught up, but your profile lines are four, six. My profile lines are two, four, but my life path number in numerology is six. So I still carry a lot of that six energy. And like you said, that third, a third, a third. 
of whatever number your life ends up being, you know, that role model version, Mm -hmm. that energy is really strong. But Saturn return basically kind of signifies like that first third. For most people, it's going to happen between the ages of 28 and 32. And Saturn is the ruler of like tasks and lessons, right? Mm -hmm. So Saturn return means you're in the same place where Saturn was during the time you were born. So what have you learned? Yeah, it means all the lessons, all the things that have taken place over this first third, right? Mm -hmm. What have- I didn't get that. Could you try again? Okay, Siri wants to tell us about her Saturn return on my watch. How how she just gonna brush in my podcast episode? See, (laughs) that's a whole other. Okay, so, because I have questions now for her. But so what have- in knowing that you're in the Saturn return period, and which is a very reflective period, mm-hmm. what do you remember about yourself now mm-hmm. that you didn't or that you used to hide from? Mm-hmm. So another way of asking is like, what do you embrace about who you always knew you were, but maybe mm-hmm. tried to hide right? Because Mm -hmm. maybe it wasn't understood or it wasn't, you know, somebody said something and you got into survival mode. So you put on Mm -hmm. a shield. Mm -hmm. What is, what is one of those things Mm. that, that you, you remember now about who you always were that you're no longer hiding? Mm. Yeah. Something that's like blaring me straight in the face is that my voice matters. Oddly enough, now my voice is going to go hoarse. That's uh, how they do it. That's how they do it. And the reason for that is because I grew up in a semi-predominantly known family in the sports industry or arena. And my dad was a football coach all growing up. And something that was taught to me at a very early age was you represent the Gill family. And so what that meant, and I had to say it every single day, and what that meant was that basically don't do anything out of line or that will embarrass the family or that is outside of what people expect of us. Right. So that was 18 years of my life. Right. And then in college, I went like halfway across the country. Cause I was like, I don't want to be known <laughs> as, you know, my dad's daughter. I want to be just Jordan. And about a year and a half later, God has a sense of humor. About a year and a half later, my dad becomes the football coach at the school that I go to. And I did (laughs) boom, where are you going? (laughs) Yeah. And it was, it was fine. Like my dad is awesome. So it's not a a knock on him by any means. He's such a wonderful human. I admire him deeply. And I was like, okay, cool. So I'm going back into that identity. And what's interesting about that, that experience different than when I was younger was that again, it was on a much bigger stage and it was, there were so many levels to that experience where, you know, he was coaching at a predominantly white school and my dad is black. And so there were a lot of racial things Mm. going on there. There was also just this, I had to grow thick skin very much so during that period. And because people would just be like, oh, like he's got a cute daughter. And so that means that like all the players are getting BJs before the game or like just all sorts of absolutely absurd things being said wow. about me. 
wow. and my family. And that, that really was tough because again, as somebody who likes to, I like to be in control, but I do like to control the narrative of who I am and how sure. I'm being seen. That was tough to like swallow. And at the same time, it's also in this online industry world, like people mm-hmm. saying things about me, which again, doesn't happen that often, honestly, but when it does, like, I'm like, I've had way worse things said about me when I was like 21. Literally. So like you coming up here and saying this, like literally doesn't matter. And so that has, that used to, I would say, kind of tailor me and, and what I said and how much I put myself out there from a visibility standpoint. And I feel very strongly about this year standing like in my ground firmly and using my voice as much as possible and being completely unapologetic about it. And so, yes, does that put me in more of a target? Does that allow for more people to judge me? Absolutely. And at the same time, like, again, I I have pretty thick skin and a lot of things don't really shake me when it comes to that. So I would say the, the biggest lesson I learned in the first 32 years was that my voice matters. And that again, like I'm pretty unshakable and unapologetic. Yes. Yes. Well, boom, (laughs) boom. I mean, that's, that's a perfect place to wrap this up with a bow. I mean, which is, I listen, it ain't broke. Don't fix it. So again, like Jordan, I'm so glad this is, this is now like, this is, we have history now, right? So this can, this is going to be like pulled up, you know, when there's no longer even hard drives or Google drives, like you'll just close your eyes and you can like pull up a podcast, the episode, some sort of, you know, this is going to be for the ages. Thank you so much for sharing your voice, sharing your very unique insights and for allowing me and others to get a taste of like what is happening, not just behind the scenes, <laughs> but, yeah, but yeah. deep in that, deep in that brain yeah. of yours, you know what I mean? For inspiration and for permission, because I'm sure for some you're giving permission for them to give themselves permission yeah. to do whatever currently needs to be done for their growth towards their highest elevation. So I appreciate you so much. This was so great. So awesome. And you guys make sure you check Jordan out again, follow her on Instagram. I know that's probably, I feel like that's where you're most active. Is that correct? hundred percent. Yep. Okay. Perfect. Grab your tickets to make your mark live. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And yeah, come visit us on the next episode. Thank you guys so much. And that's a wrap.